Welcome to Electric Sports Talk, your one-stop show for all things sports. Here at Electric Sports Talk, we focus on sports and only sports. And now, here's your host, Ty Crystal. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a brand new, maybe kind of series we're starting. If uh, my guests will continue to come back and talk UFC with me, uh, but that's our subject for today. It's UFC, and our guest, Kason. What's you're up? Here. I'm here. I'm back. You've been on some of the live shows with us. Those um, are fun. Those are yeah, some they're of my fun. Favorites. So we decided that we'd try and make like a full-on, you know, maybe weekly thing, yeah. and talk a little more in depth about more than just the the main event, the main card yeah. going on that pay-per-view night. fights, yeah. Um, Which are also very fun to watch. Yeah, no, Don't count those out. Yeah, they're great, <laughs> and I'm I'm sure we'll continue to do those. Uh, speaking of which, you know, UFC 256, we did the live for that. Um, is there anything looking back on that now uh, that you take away that you didn't before, or, or is there anything that you'd like to talk about just right off the bat with UFC 256? <laughs> there was a couple of guys that you know I I we we choose our guys before we pick who we think's gonna win sure yeah. and uh i usually stick with the people i know but uh there's a couple of guys <laughs> that uh they they're they're new to me i think they're still kind of up and coming uh but there's a couple that stood out and gone here that right gone yeah gone he he's one of them that dude i he was faster i mean uh dos santos was a little He's a little old, but mm-hmm. this dude was way faster, way more powerful, and I I've read multiple things saying he's the new up and coming thing in the heavyweight. So yeah, and and he shot up way up the rankings too. He so, did. Uh, he looked pretty impressive. Uh, there's been a lot of controversy surrounding that fight with the placement of the the elbow right for the knockout. Yeah. Um. How did you see that though? I mean, we I talked mean, about it a little bit. We did. And, and I kind of thought it was legal the whole time. You and Amos kind of went back and forth on trying to decide if it was or not. Um, but after kind of rewatching a little bit, what do you think? I mean, the probably the best thing that they could have right now is the slow mo. Mm-hmm. I think that helped a ton. But because real life, fast, it it looked hundred percent illegal. I was convinced until they played it slow mo, right? Like four times, mm-hmm. and then I was like, oh, okay. I guess it was, it was it was it was close. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, so Junior DeSantis, I mean, what this is like his fourth straight loss, I think, af- after this KO. Um, the former champ isn't looking too great. Uh, what do you make of DeSantis? Like, what do you make of his career and where it's going to go after you know all these UFC fighters have been getting cut from the roster towards the end of the year? Well, hopefully he doesn't get cut, but you know, there's just a time when you it it just gets there and you just have to be done. Yeah. But I. I don't think he's gonna be done. He's still number ten in the rankings. He's he's not out yet, hopefully, but you never know. Yeah. Sometimes people retire, they come back, they retire, you know. Who knows? So who would you like to see gone fight? I mean, there's a few guys on the list that that I could see, uh, but one that I think of right away is Alistair Overheem, who's ranked just a couple of spots above him. Uh how do how well do you think that fight would be for gone? I think it'd be kind of better than the one he just fought with the Santos. It'll it'll be a real eye opener for everybody. If he wins, it it you know it prove he's top one of the top contenders, for and sure. he's pretty young. One of the ones I'd like to see him fight 
is uh, Derek Lewis. That would be a great mm-hmm. one. That dude has some serious power, and he is scary. Well, and we were going to see Derek Lewis and Curtis Blades, right? And then, yes. and then that one got pushed off. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe if they did reset that one up and then had it overheem and gone, and then the winners fight each other, that might be That'd a be good, good matchup. Oh, yeah. uh, obviously, Miocic holding the title at heavyweight. Uh, but let's move on to the next fight. Probably, you know, one of the best performances of the night from Kevin Holland. And oh, uh, man. You know, he got the off the bat KO from Souza or on Souza. Um, is there anything else you wanted to say about Kevin Holland? I mean, I think you know, we covered him a lot in that episode. If you guys didn't didn't give it a listen, go back and listen. Um, we're pretty stoked about that kid. And obviously, uh, the UFC rankings are because he jumped all the way up to 10. Tenth, yeah. He's a top 10 fighter, I Five think, in my spots. opinion. It's a huge jump. Well, he was the second guy ever in UFC history to get a knockout from his back. Yeah, I mean that's impressive. It takes some skill to. Ah, to you have no power just power. laying there. Yeah, I know that's crazy. Um, so we talked about it a little bit, uh, but I really thought you know a guy like Uriah Hall would be a good matchup for Kevin Holland. Um, but obviously, and we'll talk about this a little later on. There are guys like Marvin Vittori and Jacks Jack Hermanson above him in the rankings, not by much, mm-hmm. but could potentially be interesting matchups with uh, against Holland. Uh, but what do you think is next for Kevin Holland here? Hopefully it's somebody top six, you know, seven. Uh, Uriah Hall is just one spot ahead of him. Wouldn't be a bad fight. Still higher, and he's been there. So it, it was kind of like gone, you know. he's Yeah, right. He's coming up. He's showing what he's got. He's obviously good enough to prove himself then so i hope they give him somebody like jack or manson and you know give him somebody that will give him a challenge because the last fight we saw with him and jack or manson and vittori vittori's he's a different that dude is tough and he he hits hard and jack or manson he took all of it yeah he and did. he gave it right back to like, it in, was just he back was in it forth. the whole time oh, yeah. he definitely had a chance to win that uh, I mean, obviously, he couldn't get it done. Mm. We'll talk about Marvin Vittori a little later on because um, I know you're just beaming over the guy. I mean, after that performance against Hermanson, how couldn't you, right? Yeah. Uh, so we'll move on to the next fight on UFC 256, Mackenzie Dern and Verna Jandjaroba. Uh, Madern gets, uh, excuse me, Dern gets the unanimous decision, 29-28. We talked a lot about this on on the live show about how we thought there was a split decision coming but it ended up being unanimous um i really feel like Mackenzie dern is she's for real in my opinion in this weight class um but what did you think i agree she showed what she had that night and i think she should have moved up a little more than what they gave her but you know Sometimes you don't even know what these people at the UFC are even thinking. Yeah, they just schedule some weird people. They the rankings sometimes don't make sense, but they obviously have a method to their madness, and they're pretty popular around the world. Well, I'm pretty excited to see what Dern can do. Um, And while we're talking about who we think these fighters will fight next, is there anyone on in you know in the top ten ahead of Dern that you could see her taking on next? Didn't she just fight uh, Amanda Rebus? Yeah, so she fought Hebus not too long ago, I'm pretty sure. And um she won, right? So, let's see. Looking at this, Hebus won in October 2000 uh yeah, October 12, 2019. Hebus won in a three-round decision. 
So it's been a little bit since they fought, since but they fought, that's yeah. someone right above her. Yeah, I mean. And Hebus has been and she's on won a pretty her, good she's role. She's beat her already, so maybe give her somebody like that. They're right mm-hmm. next to each other. See who's the better fighter and then move up from there. Yeah. I mean, if you can beat somebody that's already beat you, that's pretty pretty good. Yeah, I agree. So, I mean, there's a lot in the women's strawweight division that you could go with. Oh, yeah. Um, Let's move on to one of the most surprising fights of the night, though. Tony Ferguson, Charles oh, Oliveira. Oliveira wins at unanimous. All three judges score at 30-26. Um, I mean, we went into this fight being like, man, Tony Ferguson coming off the loss, no big deal. He'll be fine. Yeah. And he got demolished out there. Yeah. Like, there was no question even about it. I picked Ferguson. Like, when we pick uh, uh, who we think we're going to win, I really, really cheer for the, you know, when we do the live fights, mm-hmm. I really cheer for the uh, person like, I pick. He, and, yeah, of course. And I was I was, I was, was giving him pretty, like, good call-outs. Like, he was, he, I mean, he was doing good, but he got his ass kicked. Yeah. No. There was no. Ferguson, I mean, and one of the rounds was 10 If you can do that to Ferguson, so, mm-hmm. that's impressive. So, Oliveira, you mentioned right before we jumped on, his jump in the rankings. Uh, why did that surprise you so much that he moved from seventh to third? A couple of them. McGregor, he, he moved above him, which McGregor hasn't fought in a while. That's I understand that. Well, and you're a big McGregor fan yeah. anyways. So. Nobody should be above him. Oh, except okay. maybe he should Khabib. just have the belt. Yeah, huh? he's yeah, just okay. taking it. <laughs> but, uh, and then there's just a couple of the guys, I mean... That are they're tough, but I guess he, he proved himself enough that night where they think he's up there. But I'd like to see him fight more people, like maybe Connor, and well, maybe he fights the winner out of Dustin and Connor. Mm-hmm. So I've I've actually been seeing if you know what's been said about who Oliver should fight next, um, and I've been hearing a lot of people saying, well, maybe. Poirier versus McGregor, right, happens. Mm-hmm. And then they schedule Oliver and Gaethje. And then the winners of that fight would fight each other. That would be a good one. Which, I mean, and I don't know how Oliver would do against Gaethje. Um, obviously, his grappling would be a little better. I'd say a lot better if he could do that. The winner of those Tony. two would be, the winner of those two fights yeah. would be pretty fun to watch. And, you know, I guess if I had to pick, I'd go with Oliveira and McGregor after what Oliveira did to Ferguson. Yeah, that was impressive. Um, so maybe that's where I kind of see it going. And then depending on what happens with Kahib, you know, that I could potentially be a belt fight. It could. But there's one thing I don't, because he's pretty young, Oliveira, and I just, I wonder if nobody really, like, obviously they thought he was good enough to fight up there, but yeah. they didn't know what he was really capable of until that. And I think. More people have a little more time to prepare now mm-hmm. if they're scheduled to fight him. Because I, I think if I was Ferguson, I would have come out there just thinking I was going to just mess this dude up. Yeah, I mean, that's what we thought, too. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I was very surprised that Ferguson got beat as much as he did. Obviously, you know, there's still guys like Dan Hooker and Paul Felder mm-hmm. that are a few spots behind these guys that we're talking about. So they still play a factor into this. They do. Um, but... I mean, Oliver. I mean, he just looked on a totally different level than than Ferguson. And I, I think mean, once he gets crazy. a few more fights under his belt, and he, if he keeps performing like he was, then obviously he should keep moving up. 
Like, no doubt about it. Well, so I saw something that said if if he gets a title shot, it'll be the longest time spent in the UFC until a title shot. So, really? Uh, he's been in the UFC for like 15 years or something, but he's never been like this good, it's this good, highly yeah. rated, so he's really come on lately. So, yeah, I mean, if he, if he did end up getting a title shot, he'd, he'd break a record for hmm. the longest streak of you know fights in the ufc without a title shot so that'd be pretty crazy that is crazy um let's get his main event this one ended in a draw it was awesome i mean it's up there for fight fight of the year obviously figueredo's one of the fighters of the year in my book Mm -hmm. um after you know having a great a great overall year um but the biggest thing that i think i take away from this that we kind of learned after the fact was Figueredo was in the hospital with food poisoning. That is impressive. Until like 2 or 3 in the morning the night before. Uh, so what do you make of that? I don't even think I would have rolled out of bed. Like, there's no way I could have just walked up to a fight and fought. <laughs> no. I mean, obviously he had to because, you know, he's the bell holder. But Right. And he, he didn't look he didn't look bad. Like, both no. of them looked good. Like, there was no... Right. Like, obviously there was some struggle here and there for both but still there was nothing really that like caught my eye that he was sick or any sort of sick no no hours before yeah i i definitely wouldn't have said that either watching the fight but i've seen a lot of people saying that we need a rematch where both of them have like full training camps and and where they're more prepared because think about it this was a three-week turnaround for each of them and they both performed like that Mm -hmm. what could they do in a full training camp each of them and then fighting each other. I mean, yeah, that'd it would be, be even better, probably. Oh, I think so. Or he you might know, have a new bell holder. Yeah, exactly. Um, a lot of people actually think Moreno won that fight. I kind of am in that camp a little bit because the third round was so the way I think a lot of people scored at first and fifth was to Figueroa. Oh yeah. And then the second and third was Moreno. Mm-hmm. Or excuse me, second and fourth, fourth was Moreno. Yeah. But then the third was kind of like real close, and obviously the judges. Even with the point deduction, a lot of them scored it for Figgy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, after thinking about it a little bit, do you still have Figgy winning that fight? I think so. I mean, I think he won. The point The point didn't help, but obviously, if he's going to get beat, it's going to be by that dude right there, Brandon Moreno. And I think I think they should fight again. Oh, definitely. Not soon, they but fight they should fight again next fight. There's no. There's nobody else even compares to those two right now well i and know i, I, I saw think someone there was... i saw some people being like oh figueredo should fight garbrandt for the flyweight title and i'm like why yeah like why? after You're what moreno raining. just did it, yeah. that's that's would be stupid in my opinion uh you did mention the point deduction fig- from figueredo which you know ultimately cost him not the fight but it cost him a draw so yeah. it's a little less Never convincing Never got a draw before in his life yeah, yeah exactly it's a, and it's a little less convincing when you get a draw because you're like well you you got the belt still but you didn't necessarily win, win. um so thinking but back neither on did he, so they can't really give it away no yeah no i so. i agree um but thinking back on that point deduction do you still feel like that was a harsh call i mean we talked about it a lot we thought it was a little much um i saw Herzog came out and defended you know the point deduction and he totally within his own right to do that uh but what do you think i mean if i was brandon moreno and i got kicked that hard there i would want the point deduction but sure yeah i you know he had an accidental eye boke i think that's what gave him the point deduction i think he was already on a warning 
Yeah. But I don't... Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. I, I If I was... I mean, I, I don't know how however they ref it, but <laughs> okay. I would... I mean, he obviously didn't do either one of them intentionally. You could you could see that. He he knew as soon yeah. as he did both, I mean, he was like, oh, that my, my kick, bad. That low kick, it was... It was big, though. It was big. It was big. But I, I think if I was a ref, I would... Warning for each. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't take the point away, but I think just because he had the eye poke not too long before right. that, he was like, all right. Well, and Maybe I think, he's trying something. Maybe not. Who knows? I think how bad the kick was also played into yeah. it a little bit. Because, I mean, you see cup shots, right? Like, oh, yeah. it happens. I don't even but know that if the one, cup had anything to no, that affect one was bad. on this. Yeah, that one was probably... I mean, Joe Rogan said it during the broadcast. That's one of the worst cup shots he's heard. Yeah, and since and I've been watching the from UFC, where he was sitting. Yeah, since I've been watching the UFC, that was that was pretty bad. It was bad. Um, but overall, I mean, two fifty six was great, and I think two fifty seven has a lot to live up to. Obviously, we will you know be talking about two fifty seven as it gets closer. Mm-hmm. I, Case, and you're just super excited for I that am. card. I, I would I would love to have it like now. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, and it's not even the the whole card. It's it's just the main fight, right? Yeah, yeah. the main fight. Of I mean, course. I, I got to look more into the whole card, but I'm more excited for the main fight. That's why I'm going to be there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Of course, yeah, it should be good. Okay, so let's get into some news that we've seen throughout the week. Uh, I guess kind of what we've been doing is writing some stuff down that we want to talk about. And then, you know, that's kind of what this fight will be, we'll, or this show will be. We'll recap the previous week's We're fights. We're fighting now? Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> want to, actually. Um, we'll recap the previous week's fights. We'll talk about some news we've seen throughout the week, and then we'll finish with talking about the up-and-coming week's fights. Um, so I guess that's what you guys can expect. And if we start doing this weekly, then, you know, keep tuning in weekly. Um, so the first thing we want to get to, and this this sticks right under Kaysen's craw, like, this annoys you. Um, Holloway said he wants a, a, another rematch with Volkanovski. Now, this would be the third rematch that these guys had, and I think it'd be the third time they fought each other in a row, right? Like, yeah. They wouldn't have anyone else. In between. Right. Um, Holloway lost both fights. In my book, he lost both fights, too. Uh, your book, he won the second fight. But what do you think about Holloway's comments about saying that he wants another rematch, even though he's got two straight losses? Any uh, so here's my opinion on it. I'm looking in the rankings right now, and as of right now, it says Holloway's right underneath Volkanovski. He's mm-hmm. it says he's, he's a won. number one contender. Yeah, sure. Based off of that solely, I think he deserves another shot. He's obviously still there. You know, if if you're going off of the rankings. Obviously, the number one should be... Oh, but you know they don't go off their rankings. No, obviously not, because you don't even know what they're thinking. Yeah, but sure, most of the time. <laughs> I, uh, I I would say yes, like 100%, take it. Let's see what he's got. And if he's, you know, obviously people don't want to see the same fight over and over and over again and the same results, but maybe he's going to bring something well, like some different fire. Mm-hmm. And another point... I think he deserves a shot because he's a badass. So, <laughs> well, sure. I mean, yeah, no. Holloway is a good fighter. I mean, you can't argue that. No. I'm just getting. I guess my opinion on that is, it's not that Holloway isn't a good fighter. It's just that he's fought him twice, lost both times. It kind of feels like there should be someone else to challenge him, you know. And if someone else can come along and beat Volkanovski, 
and Holloway fights, you know, one more fight against someone else and, and beats them, he's right back in contention for my book. I just feel like it needs to be a little shakeup. Because like you just said, people True. don't want to see the same fights. And But this one if, would okay, probably so be a different if Holloway, result. If Holloway won, like if Volkanovski had the belt mm-hmm. the first time they fought, Holloway won. And then Volkanovski beat him the second fight and, and took again. the belt. Then I would want to see a third because you have to decide it. Yeah. It's like when Cormier and Miocic fought, yeah. right? They both beat each other once. We got to see a third to mm-hmm. see who won. Obviously, Miocic won. That's kind of what I think would yeah. happen, but that's not what happened, obviously. Volkanovski mm-hmm. won both times in the judges' books. I mean, I know you you saw it differently. A lot of people saw it differently, too. I saw a lot of tweets that night yeah. saying Holloway was up, and yeah. he, he lost in decision probably based on who had the belt. I don't. It was so close, it wasn't even funny. Well, if, if it was me, I guess I would be looking at Brian Ortega, personally, um, as the next challenger in my book obviously he did fight holloway like a few years ago mm-hmm. before holloway had the belt i think so maybe you could fight them again and the winner of that fight takes on the champ i mean i don't know there's a lot of things you could do there's also uh yeah rodriguez back there in fourth and then the third place guy right now it, I don't even know how to say his name. It's hard to say his name. I'm not going to try. Um, But he's the Russian fighter. Uh If you guys go look at the rankings, you know who we're talking about. But he he has not fought in 2020. And if he doesn't fight on this card, which I don't think he will, then he probably won't have fought since March 2nd of 2019. Mm -hmm. So he's obviously a, a guy that we need to see more of too. Yeah. So... I don't know. Would you rather see the contenders below Volkanovski fight if Holloway doesn't get another title shot? Or do you want to see someone else challenge for the belt if it's not Holloway? I would like to see somebody challenge for the belt, but back to the point of Holloway. Of course, yeah. Uh, of course. But uh, if I was him, obviously every single person below Volkanovski wants a title shot. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, want, they want the belt, but I, I feel like he personally wants to prove something. He's like, all right, he's beat me twice. Let me come back. And but what do you got to prove? You've lost twice. Then you win once, then you have the belt, and then you're and the champ. And he still lost twice, though. Oh, I mean, everybody loses. Sure, but Volkanovski beat you twice. I kind of feel like that's convincing, man. But then you win, you have the belt. Sure, and then you have you're the, the belt. champ. And then you got to have Come back, forward. do it again. Yeah. <laughs> it's best out of five. Which... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where you're trending. If I'd rather see best out of five than best out of three. You, you've kind of went off the best out of three thing, like with the DC and yeah. But we already have a best out of three. Yeah, but see, I want to see best out of five. Two is best out of three. He beats see, him three times. Maybe he's out. Look, I know you're a Max Holloway fan, <laughs> so that's why you're trying to make the argument here. Well, but, somebody's got to do but it. From and I and admire it, um, but from like a business standpoint with the UFC, I think it's smarter if they have someone different challenge for the belt. I still think you're going to have a lot of money with that. No, well, of course you will. I mean, we'll be watching it, even if they fought five times, I'm sure. And I'm Six, sure a lot seven, of other I people... I don't care. Do, I'm still well, gonna... I don't know. If they go over five, <laughs> I, I, I'm done watching it. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of guys that I think also deserve their shots. Max Holloway had his time in the spotlight. He lost the belt. Then he couldn't get it back. To me, you got to fight a couple more fights and until you can get back in that back position. In. But that's just me. And I know you mentioned earlier you were looking at the rankings and you're like, 
Man, every fighter, even over to the women's division, I feel like, as you said, is just a complete badass. Yeah. And then there's Volkanovski, and and you're like, that's kind of weird to me, which I can see a little bit of. But at the same time, other than Holloway and kind of Ortega, I don't really know if anyone else is in that flyweight division, or excuse me, featherweight division. It really makes me excited. I agree. Like, I mean, I don't even. You got the Korean Zombie and Calvin Cater a little further back, Jeremy Stevens and Danny Gay. I guess looking down the line, really, the guy that excites me the most in the rankings is Bruce Mitchell or Bryce Mitchell. And he's a young up and coming guy. Mm-hmm. But he ain't getting a title shot anytime soon Not with all these low. guys in front oh, yeah. of him. Yeah. Not with these yeah. I mean, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um when do you think you know, if Volkanovski does get another fight, maybe this summer, this spring, what do you think? Yeah, sooner the better. I mean, I'd like to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just want to see him lose the belt. <laughs> I do. I do. Well, we watched it, what, last, it was about this summer that he fought, right? When he fought Max? Yeah, it was sometime over the summer. Yeah. When they were back in fight. Because we watched out outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we watched outside, outside of my house. <laughs> and it was so, cold. So, yeah, a year. I mean, about a year. That's... Plenty of time to... Of course. It's, it's between just titling down who know. it should be, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Dana White's going to throw in, like, that number 15th guy, Edson Barboza. He's going to come, and he's going to be the title shot or something. It's going to be something weird. Well, <laughs> I, uh, I that hope seems a little out there for me. But, um, well, you never know. <laughs> I mean... Okay, well, let's get into another guy. We kind of mentioned we'd talk about him later on earlier. Marvin Vittori. I mean, coming off the win against Jack Hermanson... It was two weeks ago, but you know we wanted to talk about him. I've been I I've watched Vittori fight twice now, um, and each time I'm like, man, this guy is a real deal. Uh, I remember watching his fight against Sanchez, and obviously, you know, he got the decision. It was a pretty easy fight for him, but I thought it was just a great performance from the guy. Who I guess our question is, who should Vittori look at fighting next in this? In this weight class, he's sitting at five. Darren Till, Jared Cannonier, Paulo Costa, Robert Whitaker, and obviously the champ, Israel Adesanya, are above him in the rankings. And just below him, you got uh, Jack Hermanson, Derek Brunson, Kevin Gaslin, Uriah Hall, and Kevin Holland. I mean, I could see a ton of matchups here, um, but it kind of seems like maybe a guy above him would make a little more sense. Yeah, what do you I think? mean, he beat the guy right below him, mm. and pretty hefty, I think. Like it was a, it was like it good. was close, yeah. but he beat him for sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. I uh, I saw a thing where he where he was talking about how he's fought on Sonya already, and yeah, how he when he was he like younger re- or yeah. whatever. Yeah, it was back in 2018 is when he did it. But it, I I saw a video. He was saying like he would like that shot again. Like he thinks he's ready now. But I don't know. I mean. You you think he could challenge Adesanya right now? No, I don't yeah, know who okay. could challenge him right now, really. Whitaker. I mean, I mean really, Whitaker's the only guy that could maybe beat Adesanya. Maybe. It's a, ah, maybe. It's, it's hard. Um, like I was saying, we've like just you seen said the ability before. of Adesanya is yeah. crazy. Like well, like you said before, like I'm I'm looking at all these uh, belt holders and they're they're all just they're mean and there's I just don't know. Many who's gonna touch him right now? Well, I mean, I mean, there's already there's, there's maybe Vittori. I don't yeah. know. 
I mean, I mean, I mean Paulo Costa. Shot, what, what's it gonna hurt? Paulo Costa touched Adesanya. Wasn't very long, but he touched him <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> um, I mean, that happens, but so if if you want if if you're gonna say a name here, then who do you want Marvin Vittori to take on? I mean, personally, I'm thinking like Apollo Costa, with Costa coming off the win, Vittori coming up in the rankings. That could be interesting. Uh, but if I'm Costa, I'd be a little nervous to take that fight because if you lose two in a row, I mean, then you're dropping down. Pretty hefty, yeah. you got to work way back up into the through the rankings again. I mean, so that could be tough. Um, but what do you think? Or, or do you take someone below him even? I mean, I'd like to see a Paulo Acosta too. That'd be a, I think it'd be a good matchup for him. Yeah, it would be, be a good fight. Give him the title fight. I don't care. Mm. Like, whatever. I, I think he's going to come and perform. He he did for us last time, and it was it was pretty good performance. But well, I think I, I think, think somebody Whitaker, above him is gonna yes be in his future. Sure, and and I hope so because I think he deserves someone like that. Yeah, I do think Whitaker and Adesanya will be the next middleweight title bout. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if Vittori fought someone like Paulo Costa and did beat him, then I think he'd just line up right behind him. Yep, to right be there. the next guy, whether Whitaker or Adesanya won the fight. Um, but, I mean, that that's just my opinion. So would you even be surprised if they set up, like, a Kelvin Gaslam fight or a Derek Brunson type of fight? Give I mean, he's Kevin coming Holland. off, of, he's Give coming Kevin off a couple Holland wins. Give Kevin Holland a shot with Vittori. See what happens. Ooh, now that'd be interesting. I'd love to see that. I mean, that's I think Vittori would win, or, though. I mean, you think so? Yeah, no, I think he would. I think... I think he's got a lot more power than Holland, and I well, think that. I mean, you see fight. that between there's there's anybody that has more power, but you like on on Desanya, he doesn't have like he has power, but he doesn't have just ungodly sure. amounts of power. He's just he's smart, skilled, though. smart. Yeah, he's, he's, so he's smart knows what he's he doing, and he does it well. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I guess there's a lot of places you could go. Kevin Holland and Vittori, that'd be that'd be exciting. I think that'd be sweet. So we've talked a lot about Adesanya. Um, and that'll kind of be our next topic here. What's coming out and, and what I've seen is that the UFC is, they either have already or they're going to make the uh, Israel Adesanya versus Jan Blahovich for the light heavyweight title fight. Mm-hmm. Now, this would require Izzy to go up you know, a weight class, and obviously guys do that all the time. There's the been time. a couple. McGregor. Yeah, DC, right? Yeah. Nunez. I think those are the three that, oh, yeah. that are double belt holders. So it can be done. You can win it. Um, but what do you think that matchup would look like? Because we just talked a little bit. Izzy is more tactical and smart and you know skilled with the way he fights. Blahovich is he's got you know power fifty pound fists oh, that yeah. will knock anyone out <laughs> like he did against Dominic Reyes. Um, but what do you think about that matchup and the fact that we might actually get to see it? I mean, that'd be probably another one for the books. Like, that's, I'd like to see it. I'd yeah, like, me too. Because on the sun, he is obviously just no contest winning uncontrollably right now and has, like, he's defending his, his belt pretty well. Yeah, I agree. I'd like to see him fight somebody else that already has a belt and defends his belt too. Like, it, it'd be interesting. So, would you be at all worried about, him moving up and fighting another weight class, like with the weight difference, because 
he's probably got to suck down a little bit to even get to middleweight. Yeah. Like when he does, you know, fight at the middleweight. When they so it might stuff. not be like huge for him to you know, gain weight because he might already kind of be up around that light heavyweight before he goes into camp. Uh-huh. But does the weight? Does the weight difference make you nervous at all? I mean, I think it's about 20 pounds between the, the two divisions. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think it'll really hit him hard. I just I just think the power is the only thing mm-hmm. that's going to be different. Yeah. Like, you seen, you, you saw Connor. He, he did it. He moved up, and they have a lot more power where he's at now. Mm-hmm. And of he, course. he obviously, like, he's got power himself, so he proved himself to be yeah fine. So you never know. He, he might come up. He might, maybe he'll start working on his hard punches more. <laughs> like, so, we just said there's only been three people to ever hold double mm-hmm. double belts. I think. I mean, if we're wrong, you guys can tell we're us. We're probably wrong. Just send yeah, an email to Ty. Yeah. Chew him out. He'll let, he'll let me know. I, I wouldn't love an email from that. <laughs> but, you know. um, but it's it's so it's not something that's been done like a lot throughout the history of the UFC. Um, would it? Do you think Adesanya has that ability to get up to that next weight class and and take the belt and then defend double belts? I mean, Amanda Nunes do, has done it and she does it really well. I don't I don't know if any of these guys compared to her, she is on a different level. Like I don't I don't know if she's human yet. I haven't decided. But well, she's uh, good, yeah. <laughs> she she's crazy. But I I I think he he does. I mean, you never know. Anybody does like you can bring anybody up. I'm sure they, they'll adjust their fighting style. They'll, you know, obviously mm-hmm. still do, do what they normally do. But you can, I think anybody can do it. It's just a matter of you are get to do it, or if you want to do it, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I've seen some people saying that they're a little worried that Adesanya is like getting distracted with the wrong things. Um, and I've seen a few people be like, well, when McGregor started winning both of his belts, or when he had two belts. Oh, boy. Could, yeah, like he got distracted, and he got caught up in himself a lot. So do you see any danger in, like, Adesanya's, you know, personality or, or the way he thinks of himself if he does go and win two belts? Like, would that be an issue at all? Probably, most likely. I mean, I don't like talking bad on Connor, but... uh well, of he course might. He yeah. might. Ho- hopefully, if he does win two belts, hopefully he doesn't. Like, obviously, he already thinks highly of himself. But hopefully, he doesn't go throwing like you know chairs through bus windows <laughs> and stuff. We just, we just can't have that again. Mm-hmm. Of course. I mean, that's always that's kind of something. I mean, I if I w- if I was in that case, I'd probably do the same thing. I, I, you'd be so high on everything that. Yeah, you're on top of the world. Yeah, you wouldn't even know what you're doing. I, I don't even think I could function. Yeah, I mean, be just so. That's the difference. <laughs> that's the difference between you being on this podcast and then you know, fighters that do this for a living, right? <laughs> True. Um. So, is there anything to add about anything we've talked about before we go to break, or anything else you want to say before we go to break? I mean, I th- I think it should happen, and hopefully they've already scheduled. I mean, they don't half yeah. the time they don't tell you till it's you know, there, like a month like, or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I hope it happens too. Because I, it, it I would be, be interesting, sweet. right? Maybe they're going to start making this a thing where they try to get people to do double belts. Because mm. cool. well, it's happening more and more. Yeah, but people are is trying. that the UFC doing it, or is it the fighter that wants to do it? it? It's probably the fighter, but hopefully more of them are like, all these guys are doing, let me try it. Why yeah, not? That'd be interesting. I mean, because I think 
if McGregor never got sidetracked, he could have potentially been a, a three, maybe four weight champion. Maybe. I think he was I that mean, good. I, you don't even have to tell me. I completely agree. Yeah, no, of, he of is, course you do. I mean, if Kahib wanted to, he could probably go. I think he could go win up, every down, class. Yeah, <laughs> that he is. I mean, he might have some troubles when he gets up to a little heavier weights, but I, I think well, he could yeah, do the I mean, same thing. Heavyweight, sure, but think about if he went, you know, a couple weight classes down or even up to middleweight. I, I think he could. Oh yeah, I think he. Imagine go, him fighting Israel Adesanya. I mean, I think he'd beat the crap out of Israel. I think so too. I think he'd submit him. Oh yeah, I mean, he, he submits everyone. I know he's he's good. Um, I think he could go up two, maybe even three. And I bet he could go down all the way to flyweight. Well, I guess if he wanted to suck that much weight, yeah. And I, I mean, I see no win. reason. I mean, sucking that, that's a lot of weight to suck to down to flyweight. But, mm-hmm, of course, I still think he could do it. We'll talk about he more after the break. Uh, but let's go to break and we'll be right back. Break. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you guys enjoyed the break. Uh, I've been told that I need to make the break longer, but you know, if you feel that way, please pause it because <laughs> you can pause it. Believe it or not, this this isn't live radio. It's kind of one of the nice things. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but if you guys are enjoying what we're doing, or if you want to get in touch and you know tell Kason that Holloway doesn't deserve another title shot quite yet, um, just let us know. Email us. I, I don't. I, I will get your email and email you back. And I, I'm, I'm not very nice in email, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if you're willing to take the wrath of Kaysen, I guess, email us at electricsportstalk at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys uh, or go follow us on anything Instagram. But anything but that fight? Yeah, as long as you don't say anything bad. Okay. He, he deserves it. Let's just. What about, <laughs> what if they say anything bad about McGregor? I mean, mm. we'll just let McGregor. T- I, I mean, there's already people <laughs> talking bad about McGregor. I mean, I'm I'm excited for the fight. I kind of think Poirier is going to win. Uh, but yeah, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We'd love to have you guys. Uh, we post like updates on when we've, you know, got new episodes up and everything. And you can comment and let us know on there if you don't want to email us because you're afraid of Casey <laughs> having your email. <laughs> uh, no, he's kidding. He he will not re- be responding back to you. Come on, Casey. Okay, so let's get to the story that's you know. It's so absurd that you just got to talk about it, right, Kaysen? Right, uh, right. And, and I know it annoys you because it's kind of similar to what we were talking about with Holloway. It just annoys you. It does. Um, but Jake Paul wants to fight Conor McGregor. As, as I can tell, he wants to box him. And, and, okay, so if you guys don't know who Jake Paul is or Logan Paul, because some people might be scratching their heads, they're these really famous YouTubers, right, Kaysen? Right. And, and they've made a bunch of money off of YouTube. and They've they're been in a lot very, of trouble. Yeah, they're very controversial with some of the things they've done. But they think they're like boxers or something. So you know Logan is fighting Logan Paul's brother or the cousins. I don't know. I, think I don't even know. I don't care. <laughs> like that's how much I don't care about them. I don't even know what they are. Logan's gonna be fighting Mayfield or whatever or May- Mayweather. Mayweather, um, yeah. In February or something. Yeah. Early so the next Jake year. thinks that he should fight Connor. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> I mean, this is just ridiculous. He offered McGregor like what fifty million dollars or something, um, but what do you make about this whole situation? I mean, so it's I'll, kind of a waste of time, I think. I think so too. But I'll touch on the the fifty million dollar thing. He made a video and it it went pretty viral, 
uh, and he was he was calling out McGregor. He had he had an Irish flag on him, and you know he was just kind of taunting him. And mm-hmm. when he offered that fifty million to him, but he he was he was calling out uh, McGregor's wife too. He's like, I think you could do better. She's not even that hot. First of all, Very she's insulting. actually pretty hot. Yeah, yeah, I mean she's hot. And this woman is obviously the father of his child, children. I don't know. I don't know how many they have. I should know more. One for sure. One. I know, I know the one. Yeah. Right, because we were talking about him earlier. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, she she literally, like, when uh, Connor first started fighting, he all he did was train and was fighting and training and, you know. And she is the one that held the job and paid their rent and paid everything, paid for his training and stuck through him thick and thin. Yeah. And this dude has the audacity. To call mm-hmm. out his wife like that, right? I mean, and if you, if you guys don't know the story, go look it up. I mean, it's pretty cool with McGregor and his wife because you just don't see that a lot mm-hmm. of the times. But I mean, you see all these like, oh, I come from nothing and blah blah blah. But mm-hmm. this is one of them. I mean, he literally, oh, yeah, he, he had did. nothing. He was. I mean, if you look at McGregor's story and his rise from just being back in Ireland and everything to mm-hmm. to what he become. It's insane. It is. I mean, it's one of the coolest stories. And then his wife added on that. It makes it even better. Um, what are the chances this actually happens, though? You know, I never thought Mayweather, like, Mayweather come out of retirement, obviously, to fight Connor. And that's a that's a reason. I mean, money talks, true. Oh, yeah. But so much money. That's a more reasonable fight than anything other than Pacquiao, who, who like, well, sure. it's actual it's actual fighters. Yeah, right. People like, know what they're doing. McGregor they and train for Mayweather it. are fighters. <laughs> I I don't even know what Jake Paul does. He gets in trouble on YouTube. What yeah, do you mean? Like he gets kicked off. You. One of them got. I'm pretty sure one of them got kicked off because they're probably him. Yeah, they're they did some bad stuff in Japan. Mm-hmm. So and Jake Paul fought uh, some other YouTuber in England, right? And and, and he lost to him. <laughs> And then he's like, ah, I could beat on Conor McGregor. No, you couldn't. No, you can't beat on anyone. Mm-hmm. And no, who? Yeah. Here's here's to add to this. Uh-huh. You found an article where Dana White said that Amanda Nunes, <laughs> oh, yeah, could beat the crap out of this dude. Yeah, he he said that he'd be more interested in watching Amanda Nunes KO <laughs> Jake Paul than he would McGregor fighting him. I think so, so too. That'd be, I mean, <laughs> that'd be even better. I would I love think. to see it. Um, so you think the chances are pretty low of this happening? I mean, and personally, this is my opinion. I think McGregor needs to forget about this type of stuff and focus on what he does best, which yeah. is UFC. And because do it like we said a little bit earlier when he was, you know, at the top of the game, he had two belts. I feel like he got distracted, a little and his bit. distractions caused him to, you know, you know he got lose his belts and angrier. Yeah. You know, there was some Ultimately. anger involved. But I'm sure you have to have some, but he, he definitely. It got to his head because right. when he fought Khabib, he threw the, the chair oh, through that the, was, the that was the chaotic. Doll. Yeah, and then when he fought uh, Nate Diaz, there was a little more. There was also like I I think there's, I think the trash talk is fun. I I mm-hmm. and he's pretty good at it. Oh, I love McGregor's that. got some great <laughs> quotes, right? <laughs> They're I mean, great. One of really the best. Great. One of the best quotes. We won't say, but you know, go look up on YouTube like his best press conference moments. Hilarious. McGregor's hilarious. Funny. But when he was about to fight Nate Diaz for the first time, like they would they were in a conference and the, I think they told Connor to leave or something. They were just like 
you guys are, this is impossible. They were just arguing. They were just, they were, everybody was throwing water bottles at each other. It was just a whole. Yeah, no, yeah, okay. I know what you're talking about now. It was a whole thing. Oh, that was but, very interesting. He did get a little to his head, but I, I hopefully he come, I really want this. I want him to come back just focused, just start fighting. And he, he could probably be as good as Khabib. Khabib comes in, he knows what he's doing, he does it good, and he's done. He doesn't. Like he talks yeah, crap, but, but he doesn't. He, he doesn't like so throw chairs through. Shit in who has who has KB beat though? Uh, Everyone. Everyone. Uh, he he beat McGregor. I mean, I think McGregor probably was winning some of that fight. I believe he, ultimately, he was. He ultimately lost. Well, sure. But he, got- he beat Poirier. He beat Gaethje. He literally. So I don't know if you. I didn't watch the full fight of that. I didn't But either. I watched like the main parts of it. Uh-huh. I have never seen Justin Gaethje get backed down and just pressured like Kahib, Kahib did. I mean, that was insane. Now, I think McGregor has the ability to hang with him. Mm-hmm. But what I'm As more you cons- saw when they fought. Like, yes, I, I sure, feel like he was winning some of that fight. He was. But what happens when they go to the ground? Uh, That's what makes me nervous yeah. for anyone that fights Kahib. Maybe not Charles Oliveira though. <laughs> I was gonna say, here's the point. What if, yeah. What if Khabib comes back? Would you, would you like him to fight Oliveira? Obviously, Oliveira's good on the ground. He completely just worked over Tony Ferguson, and Tony Ferguson's not bad on the ground. Yeah, and we, and we talked a little bit about this on the live show. I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say because does I mean give him th- another this is fight? My question does. Oliveira deserve a title shot right now? Well, no, not right now. Oh, That's okay. what I'm saying. Yeah. Give him another fight. If he does what he just did to Tony, like there's sure yeah, if, but if he won't Khabib do that. Comes back, not to, do no, that. no, no. I think it'd be pretty good match though. So honestly, like I, I mean, a lot would have to happen for that fight to actually mm-hmm. happen. But if it did, I think I do think he would win. But that's just me. I do but too. Here's the real question: Does Kahib want to fight? Like, does he still want to fight? Would he want to fight Oliveira? Because there's a lot of people saying that he wants to fight George St. Pierre, right? <laughs> GSP. Uh-huh. And GSP's retired, so if Kahib's after those kind of fights, well, he's the belt holder. I kind of think someone else needs to have the belt at that point, right? True, but I remember when I was younger. I've mentioned this in previous podcasts, but I used my dad used to hold UFC fights like he'd he'd get the pay per view kind of like we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a few less have, people, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he'd have big parties, and we'd always watch it. I wasn't that into it when I was little, but I remember watching all these people like GSP, BJ Penn. My dad's favorite guy was oh, Chuck BJ Liddell. Penn. Chuck Liddell, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but GSP, he was so good, and I mean, you know, he got hurt, and then it kind of just fell off the wagon there, but. Mm-hmm. I I wonder, you know, as they get older, obviously it's it's probably harder to fight. But maybe maybe he's had all this time. I'm sure no. I'm sure you don't stop training. Like you you just no. I mean, you probably don't train as hard. No, but you're still doing it, right? Oh yeah. I mean, because look what Mike Tyson did. I mean, he uh-huh. was he was in decent shape, I guess. But then he got like way back in shape. Yeah. And the dude. I mean, he still looks like he could run through a train. I mean, other than the great beard, I think he... Oh, yeah. It's a good look, though. It is a good look. It's a nice look. <laughs> goes well with his tattoo <laughs> on his face, man. Every time every time I see his tattoo, I just think of when he bought, bit off that dude's ear. That was, that was crazy. That was funny. 
Okay, so let's talk about uh, our next subject here. We were kind of just talking about Kahib, so this will kind of roll in nicely, I guess. So Dana White said after the UFC 256 press conference, well, he said a few things, but one of the biggest things that actually a lot of people I haven't seen talking about very much is that Dana said he's going to meet with Kahib and they're going to talk, you know, future He's flying to him, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. After the McGregor-Poirier fight, this is when this is going to happen. So essentially, Dana White has come out and said that he doesn't think Kahib is retiring. This McGregor-Poirier fight's not a belt fight. Like, we all know these things, right? Kaysen, uh, you're like, why aren't they making this a belt fight if Kahib's retired? And you've said that. But there's your answer, right? So Dana is going to talk to him after this fight. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very interesting because essentially, Kahib might fight the winner of this fight, depending on how some other things transpire in the weight class. Yeah, yeah. But what do you think about Dana actually showing like the interest in going out and talking to Kahib, going to him? Well, I think that obviously you know his his father died, and you got to let him grieve. You got to let it, you give him space. He he announced that he wants to retire. He wants to. That was his and his dad's thing, and his mom is very. I, I saw she was saying that you can't fight again. Like when he fought his last fight against Justin, he her his mom didn't want him to fight because him and his dad's thing. He's like yeah. she's like you can't do without him. You that's just and I think he respected that and he's like one more time and I'm done. That's what he told her and he so far he's held true. Well, so but, uh, sorry to interject, but wasn't good. the wasn't the fight set up with him and Gaethje before his yeah. dad died? Uh huh. I, I might be remembering I mean, that people wrong, can, but I feel like it was. I, I think it was. Or I it was, was pretty much like going to happen yeah. anyways. Because Gagey had the interim belt, right? Mm-hmm. So anyways, continue with your story. But I, I, th- I think that giving him that time to grieve and get it out of his system, be like maybe get mm-hmm. a little more clarity because I, I think anybody's going to be a wreck when their father dies. Yeah, I mean, of course. I've seen stuff saying, like, it's unlikely that he fights without his mother's blessing. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of just said yeah, right there. Yeah, he really, he, he respected He got, I think since it was uh, already set, I believe it was, I'm pretty sure. But since it I mean, already was set, we knew it was he knew, happen, yeah, right? and yeah. It, it was, it was come up, it was, it was pretty close to mm-hmm. when it was supposed to happen. I, I think he told her, he's like, one more and I'm done. And I promise, like, yeah, but. You never, I mean, I think he's going out there and he's going to be like, I don't think Dana White's going to be like, so what do you want to do here? Like, what, like, are you coming back or what? Let's, let's do this fight. Let's do this fight. I think he's going to be like, what do you want? What, you tell me what you want. Like, no pressure. If you don't want to come back, because it, you know, obviously respects what he's must and stuff. But I mean, I, I don't think he's going to pressure him to do anything. So... This is, but this is really a thing. Do you, do you really think he was done? I mean, with everything you know being said that you just you just talked about, we understand all those things. Mm-hmm. But to me, Kahib has been. I mean, he's been doing this. He was doing judo and taekwondo like since he was very young. Mm-hmm. As far as I know, throughout his whole competitive like mixed martial arts career, he's only ever lost in one match. And other than that, I mean, the guy's just a fighter and he wins at everything. So with everything still being said, like you, you know, the situation with his dad and his mm-hmm. mother and, and all those things, 
I just don't see Kahib actually being done fighting. I mean, it would blow me away if he actually really was like, yeah, I'm done. I mean, I I see it kind of two different ways here. Like, I, I don't I don't know how him and his family are, like, what they believe in, what they, you know. Sure, of course. Like, obviously, people believe in different stuff. I, I just don't know if if they're that strong believers in, like, like, like obviously, his mom said he doesn't want you to do without uh, your dad. That was your thing. I don't know if he is that strong a believer in it. You mm-hmm. never know. Obviously, he retired in the high of things, which... Yeah, you don't see a lot of people do that. No. But like, well, like, I wish more people did. <laughs> in his life, when he, all the high things in his life, like his father was happening, there's so many emotions go around. Mm-hmm. Like, I probably would have done this. I've been like, all right, well... Well, and he said, he did. I mean, he said, this is my last one. Mm-hmm. But, but I don't, I'm I'm still surprised. I don't know if if I was in his shoes, I probably would have done something same thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I would have. I don't think I'd be done. I don't think you know. It, it, you never know. You never know what's gonna happen. People retire. They are really done. Mm-hmm. Like DC, he's done. He just likes to commentate. Oh now. well, he. But he is for sure done. Yeah. And his age is also oh, well, you know a factor in that too. <laughs> but think about. Well, it is. I mean, he's over 40. Oh, he's yeah. like 43 or something. Uh-huh. What's Kahib? Like 32 or something? Like, he's not, might not even yeah, be he's that young. old. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the age you is, wouldn't is think young. He was mm-hmm. going to stop. I, I obviously don't. I mean, he's obviously the best in Conor McGregor's weight class, but uh, oh, well, I, I wouldn't is. want him to quit. He's, he's pound for pound the best fighter in the UFC has mm-hmm. ever had. So he might be wonder, the greatest UFC fighter of all time. He's flawless. So the man is flawless. You think Dana is gonna like ask him for a choice? But what are the chances that Dana actually says, "Look, I mean, we need you to come back because it would be good for the UFC." Like, because there's got to be a little bit of Dana that's like, "We need him to fight because people like watching him fight. He's obviously a big figure in the sport. Mm-hmm. He's pound for pound the best fighter." It kind of be a hit, maybe a little bit, if he decided to walk away. It might be a hit, but I I just obviously never met Dana White in my entire life. I but wish he's so. a oh, pretty so cool. straightforward <laughs> guy. He's he is like I love when reporters ask him like, "Oh, is this gonna happen? What I, I heard this is happening." He's like, "You know what? I'm tired. I don't know what the f is gonna happen next, but <laughs> you'll find out when I find out." <laughs> yeah, like he exactly. just, he doesn't care. So I I, I just think he's more of a genuine guy i don't think he's gonna be like listen we need you like uh, he might say that we obviously they need him he's the best fighter the ufc's ever had but i don't i don't think he's gonna be like you need to come back like now or like, else it's yeah. your choice well, like if you want to do it mm-hmm. do it if not well well that's was, what we're I, gonna that's what i'm getting at i guess it's it's not necessarily that he's gonna go in there and demand that he comes back yeah. or anything i just don't know if dana will actually go in there and totally leave it up to him. Like, he'll probably try and persuade him and say, look, you come back, we give you these fights, be a little, you know, you can choose a lot easier who you want to fight or whatever. Uh-huh. I feel like Dana's going to try and do everything not to let him be done. And, might, and if, yeah, he I, does, if he does say, you know, I'm done, and, and Dana White you know, can't sure convince him. That, yeah. yeah, of course, he'd respect that. But that's just what I'm getting at is, there's no way Dana will just walk away if he if he shows up and Kahib's like no like I don't think he'll take no as the first answer. <laughs> you never know. 
I mean, I'm sure he won't either. But like you said, they might take a big like. I don't think they're gonna take a huge hit because you have all these other guys that are just crazy, well, yeah, crazy of good. Of course, of course. Especially in his weight class, there's all these guys. You got mm-hmm. Justin Gaethje, Justin Poirier, who's gonna lose, Charles Oliveira, <laughs> Tony Ferguson. He kind of got messed up the other day, but you know you got Connor. Obviously, he's probably the best one. Uh, Paul Felder. You, you never, you can't even count out that guy. He's mm-hmm. all he does is basically commentate all the fights, and then what was that? What was that one fight? Like three, five days or something? It was like three days, wasn't it? Yeah, it, I mean, it was short notice against like, Dos Anjos. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like Paul they're all Felder, good. Like even yeah, sure. Three day notice and you go and fight. Like mm-hmm. I don't. He well, didn't win, right? Hey, and y- no, he didn't win. But still, uh, but you even leave. You even left out Dan Hooker when you're talking about all those. Well, guys. I was getting there. He's. I mean, I mean, well, but that's what I'm saying. Is there's, there's so many so, yeah. guys that? Yeah, I get what you're saying. That it's a stacked weight class. Uh huh. But who wouldn't want to see Kahib continue True. to fight all these I w- guys? I w- I'd right? love to see it. As I, I as I always say, I, I kind of follow people I I've seen before. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Um, and this whole weight class, like, I, there's few names in this weight class that I don't know. Yeah. Like they're all pretty which, which is kind of different from the other some of the other weight some classes. Of the others, I don't some know of them as you're well. like, yeah. Who's this guy? Like, where did like, this guy come so, from? So uh when we were watching two fifty six and that surreal gone was gonna fight Dos the uh Dos Santos and I was like, uh-huh. who is this guy? Like yeah. he's six and oh, he's from France. I'm like, I have no idea who that is. Uh-huh. No way he wins. And then he freaking knocks come out, him out. Yeah, and he he was crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy good. Which so, we all know about him now, right? Yeah, um, obviously one to watch now. He's <laughs> on my tops here. So obviously this this Dana's meeting with Kahib. It will tell. We'll know more about it after it happens. Um, personally, I'll be surprised. I guess if Kahib is done, but at the same time, if if he is done, I guess it won't be surprising either because he has said he's done. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you know you respect that stick man's to his decisions. Word. Yeah. And if he does, you know, good for him. He's got to make his own choices and what's best for him in life. I don't think he'll ever leave that number one spot. There might be somebody that comes up, but I don't I don't think anybody's going to do it like he has. No. If he if he continued to fight, he probably might go the next 5 6 years never giving up that belt. Mhm. Regardless I agree. of who fights. Yeah. Even if McGregor fought him a second time, I don't know if McGregor would win cuz Kahiba's that good. And when he does win, there's no controversy whatsoever. Kind of like we talked about earlier <laughs> oh, with yeah. that elbow to uh-huh. the back of the head. Like, there's nothing. There's nothing he's done. Well, Like, sure, everybody makes mistakes, but there's nothing he's done that he intentionally tried to do that was illegal. Like, he's just, it's just flawless. Well, but he, and he doesn't let it go to the scorecards. Mm-mm. And you get a lot of controversy when you let stuff go to scorecards. Because, like, the like Holloway, Holloway yeah. Bull- with <laughs> Holloway and Volkanovski... You just don't want to go to the scorecards at all. Kahib doesn't do that. Kahib walks in there, submits you in the second round, says, thank you very much. I'll take my couple million dollars in the belt, and I'm going back to Russia. Put my hat on and leave. (laughs) Yeah. He's always wearing the hat. It's it's good look. Um, Okay, let's get to the next thing we want to talk about. (laughs) I don't know if you saw this. I saw it. I think it's hilarious. I didn't see it. I wish I would have. I think it's hilarious. So I just thought we'd talk about it before we talk a little fight night here coming up. Uh, Cheeto Vera, who obviously beat Sugar Sean O'Malley. Uh, B, we're going to quote B. He hurt himself. I mean, it still counts as a loss. I get it. I get it. So Kaysen wants a no contest because he feels like Sugar Sean 
got injured, so he couldn't and fight. He f- well, he just fell down. <laughs> sure. Um, based on what I saw, <laughs> he got beat. Uh, but that's just me. I know you're a big Sean O'Malley fan, so huge. You know, I, like, I get he's it, obviously uh-huh. in one of those top five, maybe even top three. He's yeah, really no, fun to watch. I mean, he's he's I've awesome. Buy he's a cool guy. I'm gonna go buy a hoodie. Maybe right now. You keep saying it. Well, I'm gonna buy it. Whatever. I don't After know. You're gonna be I'm careful. Your girlfriend might be getting you something for Christmas. You never know. I mean, Christmas is only what eight days away. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> hey, is it eight days? Oh, it's close. Yeah, almost yeah. eight. Man, I gotta order it's some almost, stuff too. <laughs> you better go shopping. You might yeah. not want to order. It might not get here. I know that's true. Because I ordered some shoes about three weeks ago, and they're still not here. Well, I hope they. Get, is it? Is it for your girlfriend? Maybe. Okay. Well, I hope they get here then. <laughs> Me too. For your sake. Because. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Chino Vera is the guy that beat Sugar Sean. Um, so there's a caveat to that. I guess he was doing an interview. And Cheeto Vera said that Sugar Sean O'Malley was the made in China version of Conor McGregor. <laughs> now, if you don't really understand what that means, just you know, think about stuff from China. It's kind of cheap. It's kind of knockoff. It's oh, yeah. it's plastic, I guess. Whatever, right? It's a dime a dozen. <laughs> Obviously, O'Malley's very popular. He's a fan favorite. McGregor, he's very popular. He's a fan favorite. You can tell just based on the podcast. We like both these two as well. Um, <laughs> but to call someone made in China. That's After you beat man. them too, I mean, what is that? Uh, what do you, what do you make of this? I just I think it's funny. I don't I don't know if he was full on serious. I I didn't <laughs> see the video. I wish I would have seen it, but I don't know if he was full on serious or just kind of oh, messing with him. I think he was. Him. You think he was full on? Oh, serious? I think he was because leading up to that fight with him and O'Malley, O'Malley like dyed his hair red, uh, yellow, and blue because Cheetos from. Ecuador, uh-huh. I think. Ecuador or Venezuela. Uh, I'm pretty sure Ecuador, though. And so he, he dyed, dyed his, his hair flag. for the flag, right? Uh- <laughs> and then O'Malley was talking so much crap, and then Cheeto walks in there and beats him. However you want to classify the fight. I mean, it goes in as a loss. Uh-huh. But then to go like, <laughs> then to go and call him made-in-China version of McGregor, I mean, <laughs> talk funny. about just disrespectful. That is. I mean, Chukashan is... I, that dude's fun to watch. Mm. I actually didn't get to see that fight where he lost. Yeah, well, lost. I'm quoting people. Well, saw the highlights. <laughs> there, right? <laughs> he, but you saw him getting knocked out. That's that is what I disres- saw. That is that is disrespectful. And you know what? If I was Dan White, like that man needs to go again against Sugar Sean and see what happens. I mean, it'll be like your favorite, mm. best out of three. Hit oh. it with two. <laughs> And whoever no, wins, got to do talking, it again. We're talking title fights when we're talking that stuff. Not if it's a rivalry. I mean, I would want to fight him again if he told me I was sure. a made in I mean, China person. I think it could be a fight for the future because O'Malley actually got knocked out of the rankings after that fight. And uh-huh. Cheeto's now in 15. So I wouldn't be very happy, I guess, if I was O'Malley. Um, but it's, it's a little bit of a compliment, I think, as well for O'Malley because... This says how popular he is. And when you're when you're popular, too. There's yeah. no... when you're popular, when you're a good fighter or in any sport, when you're a good athlete, you get a lot of attention. And a lot of your opponents, they don't like that you get all this attention. Because uh-huh. think about how much attention he got over Cheeto going into that fight, and, and still for, losing. Yeah, like, and he and loses, then he and he still gets. I know everyone was still talking about O'Malley, and and Cheeto Vera's probably like, Why I won. We? Yeah, exactly. So. This is just, you know, it just goes to show how popular and 
how much everyone thinks of Sugar Sean O'Malley and what a yeah. character he really is. Obviously, it gets under Cheeto's bare skin that he beats a guy, and then people still talk about Sugar <laughs> Sean. So he's like, oh, he's made in China version of McGregor. Also, I mean, <laughs> what is that? To add to that, I mean, you're anything McGregor. Like, oh, yeah. I would love to be compared to that dude. I mean, he's. <laughs> Especially as a fighter, if I was compared to Connor, even a knockoff version, yeah, it's that's, pretty good. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, so that's just something funny that we saw. Well, that I saw and, and then told you about. So I think that's pretty awesome. That is good. Um, but that, hey, that's the kind of stuff you're gonna get here. We're gonna find some weird stuff to talk about, and some of it's kind of entertaining too. Uh, <laughs> so should we get into fight night that's coming up, Case, and fight talk night. a little bit about it? Sadly, I mean, people, I have to inform you, we will not be doing a live no, fight night know. because there's about like 800 fights <laughs> in this one card. So Tons of fights. Um, okay, so let's look at the prelims to start with. Uh, are you are you there to the events? I am still on the Jake Paul thing. Hold on. Man, you, you can't get over that one. No, huh? I, I, I never want to talk about that again. Okay, okay. I'm here. Is prelims. There, is there anything about the prelims? That, so, I mean, obviously, we won't talk about all these. Yeah. Uh, but is there anyone on here that makes you interested in watching them? Obviously, there's a lot going on Saturday uh, when oh, this when these fights so are going much. on. Um, but with it being so many, you know, fights, fights. on this card, it'll start uh-huh. a little earlier. Maybe we'll watch some before we watch some college football. Um, is there I, anything on the prelims that you prelims like? Prelims start at 2 p.m. Yeah, that's early. So that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've never even heard of a UFC fight start there. I mean, maybe prelims, but I don't know. Anthony Pettis, he's on the prelims. Seen him fight before. He's ranked number 12 right now and uh, in the welterweight. He's fighting Alex Morano. I think I've seen him fight, mm. but, I mean, that one's one to watch. Um, do you think – now, now do you just say that because it's Anthony Showtime or, or what? No, I just – I think it'll be a good fight. Oh, you know who you know who Moreno fought is that Reese McKee that Humshot like beat and like well yeah he beat him real quick uh-huh. Jemayev so he yeah he recently fought and then uh. he fought back in February too so you know obviously Pettis he needs Something. he needs a good win yeah. I think and this could be a good win hopefully um, any of the other ones that. You look at, I mean, Sajara you know, Eubanks is a ranked fighter. Yeah, yeah. So is her opponent. She's one behind her. Penny Kinzadad. Oh, man. I, that's you a rough You just massacred name. that. I did. <laughs> Kianzad. I'm going to go with Kianzad, something that's like that. That's pretty good. Yeah, it could be. I, I mean, mean, I have not. Prelims are hard to yeah. mm-hmm. judge. Like, obviously, there's ranked people here, but they're they're still kind of. Coming, they're still building. They're they're in their building yeah. phase. I mean, ex- kind of except Anthony, right? I mean, yeah, he needs to. He's he's in his comeback <laughs> a little bit. Uh, so, I mean, other than Pettis, that's kind of. I don't know. I I'm gonna obviously go... the bantamweight women's fight is a ranked fight, so uh-huh. I, that could be something to watch. There, there's uh, I'm gonna go just based off this dude's name. It's a it's a middleweight fight. Uh, he's not this guy, Jamie Pickett. I I I don't. I, there's these people I don't even I've never seen before, mm-hmm. but this other guy he's fighting, I don't know how to say his name, and I'm not gonna try because I just saw what you did to the other. Chukwi, uh, the, I'm gonna yeah. say it's Chukwi. Chukwi, Tafon, Tafon, Chukwi. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna watch that one. Hopefully it's good. I'm gonna just call it right now because I like his name. Okay, yeah, no, that's <laughs> fine. Plus their pictures are in black and white, and everyone yeah. else is colored, so they, 
it must mean something. It must. <laughs> so I mean, maybe know. it's a really good fight, and they're just trying to announce it. <laughs> okay, uh, we'll go over to the main card. Obviously, quite a few main card fights here. Uh, six total. Uh, the first one is a heavyweight bout between uh, Marcin Tiber. Tybrew. Man, I... The next name's... You got the next name. Yeah, Greg Hardy. <laughs> um, I mean, this one is just a good kind of warm-up fight uh-huh. for, for the rest of them, right? Um, personally, I mean, Greg Hardy will probably win? Or what do you think? I, I was just about to say Greg Hardy. I, I'm going to go with him. All right. I don't um, know about the other guy. I've never seen him fight before, but so maybe. I, I've seen him fight, um, but so I think Hardy will win that one. Uh, Jillian Roberts and Talil Santos. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a women's flyweight fight. I think Roberts is, if I'm right, she's coming off a loss. Let me look. Okay, no, she's so she's coming off a win, um, and then she lost to Barber in her fight before that. So, you know, this could be a fight for her to get back in the on the right track coming yeah, off yeah. a win. Uh, she actually just before. recently dropped in the rankings herself. Mm-hmm. So I, I have seen highlights of her fighting and it's hard. It's no offense to women, but it's hard to judge the women fighters because you never know. You, you just get people like they're not average, but they, they're, they're not, they're like in the middle. Yeah. But, they're just, but they're not just, even they're fighting. Too. Yeah. And then you, so. then you find some like Amanda Nunes and, uh, um, <laughs> they're just that much yeah. better. <laughs> and Shevchenko, yeah, there's just there's just a huge difference. They're either way good or they just go out there and slap each other in the face, and yeah. then somebody wins. <laughs> well, I mean, it does kind of depend on the fight too. I mean, that Dern fight though, uh, that was good. John Jarrell, but that was a really good fight, yeah. honestly. But yeah, I get what you're saying. So like, there's 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 a, like obviously Mackenzie Dern. She's I think she's pretty good. Mm-hmm. There, there's but there's there's definitely levels. Mm-hmm. Obviously. I think uh, Amanda Nunes and Valentina Shevchenko, they're on those two. They're insane. Maybe Amanda Nunes is a little higher, but they're they're on a different level than everybody else. Mm-hmm. And then it, it kind of well, drops from there. Yeah, There's I get what you're saying. Sections. You're almost saying like the, the level between the, the greats and the goods are, yeah. are it's a larger and gap. And you, you see mm-hmm. it when they fight. Yeah. You, you, you can tell. Well, but this will be a good fight with, with these two because they're a little more closer matched. Yeah, right? yeah. So we'll have to see. Uh, Bantamweight bout, Marlon Moraes and Rob Font. These are these are two ranked fighters. You know, Marlon, though, he's kind of, I think he's kind of getting a tough deal here. Because if you look at the rankings, if we just go off the rankings, which mm-hmm. we have said is hard because the rankings are kind of confusing sometimes. But it's number three versus number 11. Mm-hmm. Kind of interesting. Maybe this is more of a fight for Rob Font. This is more of a his, mm-hmm. like, here you go. We're giving you a chance. Take it and do yeah. what you need. Um, so with that being said, who who would you take in this fight? Well, I think I'd take Marlon Moraes, but you never know. You, you just never know because you well, get people yeah, like... Yeah, so UFC. So Moraes is coming off a loss of Sanhagen. Uh-huh. He beat Aldo, and then he lost... I think this was a... Was this a title bout uh, against Husedo? Might have been. Um, so... Two and one and two in his last three. Mm-hmm. So actually, you know what? You're probably right. This probably is totally a fight for Rob Font, who's obviously coming up. Yeah, he's got uh, two wins. Yeah, and he's two and one in his last three. So this is kind of like a fight to kind of 
you know, so trim he, the herd yeah, up a little yeah, bit yeah. on who's the contender in this kind of weird bantamweight class, I uh-huh. think. I'm going to go with Font just because he's had a little better time of it lately. Okay, um, the welterweight bout after this one is Michael Perea Lima and Chaos Williams. Now, uh, Perea Lima, he is the the dude that does like all these crazy things, like does backflips and slaps people. And he was <laughs> the guy that fought the Russian fighter the last time we were watching him. Uh-huh. Any any no he no joke like spit on his hand and then oh, slapped yeah, the dude yeah. in the face. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's that guy. Um, so that's kind of... I remember that. He brings like a very unique style to the, to the octagon. Um, and then Chaos Williams has been having a good time of it lately. He's got two fights in the UFC and he's, and he's won two. Um, so what do you think about this one? Who you got? You know, anybody that has the balls to spit on their hand and slap somebody <laughs> in the middle of a fight, I'm going with them. So okay. we're going Lima. All right. I'll, I'll, I will go the same with you. Um, I like watching the guy fight. He's hilarious. <laughs> okay. This is this on this card. This is the fight I am most excited for. Where are all these bantamweights coming? I mean, I, recently they've been, UFC's been putting a lot of the same weight in this same card yeah but it's good to watch though right yes yes yes. because then you can kind of compare like on the same night but the bantamweight is kind of it's kind of weird right now because you got guys like sandhagen and sterling Mm -hmm. you obviously got aldo still sugar is in that one obviously he's kind of out right now right now but then you got the guys that we just talked about garbrandt and then Peter Yan is the oh yeah Edgar's still in there yeah Peter Yan is the champ, but I don't know if he, he's like the champ because he, not to be disrespectful to Aldo, Aldo's a great fighter, but he fought Aldo and I didn't think that's who he should have fought for the title. Yeah. So the bantamweight, in my opinion, is really really up in the air still. Mm-hmm. So this fight is Jose Jose Aldo and uh, Cheeto Vera, who we just talked about. <laughs> Um, obviously this is kind of a fight for Vera, I think, to come up if he can beat Aldo, but it's also a fight for Aldo to be like, Hey, you know, I'm still I'm here. still here. Which and he's still a good fighter. There's no sure he is, but he's kinda I noticed this, a little drop. You see this thing with with older fighters, right? Mm-hmm. They're highly ranked, so it's kinda like Ferguson or you know, guys like that. Yeah. They're highly ranked and then they get on a little bit of a losing streak, and then you're like, Oh, they're washed up. Well, no, they're not. They're fighting the best guys in the world. Yeah. So, like, Junior Dos Santos, he's lost, like, four in a row or whatever. Well, he's fought some of the best dudes in the world on this losing streak. Mm-hmm. How is he washed up, right? You know? So, it's it's hard to say. But that's kind of the situation Aldo's into, I feel like, a little bit. Um, so, uh, do you agree, though? I, I agree with you. But if I was to pick this, I, I think Aldo needs a win here. And since this guy disrespected sugar like that oh. i'm gonna go ahead and pick oh. aldo <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah no but although good reason i mean i like aldo he's a really good fighter and we've w- watched him recently and he you know he's lost and yeah, like he, you said he's, he's kind of streak. yeah so but he needs some he needs something because he's good he's obviously a good fighter mm-hmm. and he used to be really good but that, he was he needs something. the best in the world yeah for a long time and he needs something Big here. What what if Aldo loses his fight? Is he in risk of being cut by the UFC? I don't know if he's going to be cut yet. He's on. He's for sure lost three fights in a row. Uh-huh. Maybe more, but, I mean, that's not that's not very good. I love watching him, and I, I like – well, I, I probably always will choose him, especially somebody like 
that guy who Vera who <laughs> disrespects people like that. But uh, I, I think he needs something big, and I I don't think he's gonna get cut. But he's he's you know he's if he keeps losing, he's on the verge. Like, mm. but that that's a big name to cut out. Like, obviously he's seventh well, in the rankings. He's dropping. Yo Romero got cut, and that's a big name too. And I don't think it's really the same situation because Romero wasn't on like a huge losing streak. Yeah. But if if you're gonna cut Yo Romero, I mean. Anybody, I guess anyone can be cut. Yeah, at this point, mm-hmm. and the UFC is obviously struggling with you know money and everything, so it kind of makes sense. Yeah, uh, I'll have to go pick against you though. Here, I'm going to go with Cheeto Vera. Ah, uh, I, yeah, I no, I agree. His comments were disrespectful, <laughs> um, but I just I don't feel comfortable picking Jose. I mean, I don't think he can he can win this fight with his recent form. And yeah. maybe I'm totally wrong, and I'll be happy to be wrong. Um, but I'm I'm pretty nervous for all though, honestly. Say uh Vera loses to Sugar Sean and Sugar's in this place, I would be scared for Aldo. Well, that's just cause you like O'Malley. And that right hand man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's all you know, when we talk UFC, I think we always end up coming back to O'Malley with his right hand. Or McGregor with, with his, his left, left hand. hand. <laughs> That's like the only thing you talk about. Dude, or one of my two favorite, you know, probably top two favorite fighters. It's just, but like I like Jose Aldo. I yeah. But I I probably choose Sugar Sean over him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the main event. It's a welterweight fight: Stephen Wonderboy Thompson and Goff Neal. Uh, number number five versus number eleven. I mean, this to me is a hard fight to choose from because personally, I'm not a Wonder Boy Thompson fan. Um, I think he's a little arrogant for me, but you know, that's that is just my opinion. Um, and he, you know, he hasn't fought since November second of 2019 in the UFC on 244. So, and before that, he you know lost to Till. He lost to Pettis. He beat Mazdaval. It's a very interesting record he's got going, but he's still pretty highly rated for, you know, kind of showing some inconsistency. I don't um, know. He obviously he beat Mazdaval. That's impressive. Well, it was what two thousand seventeen. Yeah, which three is years which is ago. a while ago. But he's losing to people, which are that are good, and then he's beating other people that are obviously now good. Well, he's just all over the place, uh-huh. right? Like you don't really know what's going to happen. So that that's the thing that I think it's hard to choose him for me. Uh, but at the same time, Goff Neal, I mean, you just never know with this guy either. He's got recent wins over Nico Price and, and Muhammad. Uh, Belil, I think is how you say his first name. And he's got a nice little win streak going here. If you look back, he's he's got a good win streak going. But it is Wonder Boy Thompson too, so... Um, how do you see this main event playing out? Because it's for me, it's very tough to choose. I think. You know, I I agree. I don't. I think it's tough. They're both kind of, you know, good like you said, but not yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. like they're you, they win against people. You're like, oh, okay, and they lose against people. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> he deserves to lose that. But you know, I just I might just have a toss up here. Who to pick? Well, I kind of feel like, I mean. I understand why they're doing this fight as the main event because usually the heavier weight classes are more of your main events when there's not a title fight. I mean, that's mm-hmm. kind of what you see. 
But for me, I think the main event really would be Aldo and and Cheeto Vera. Yeah. I, I just am not a huge fan of this Neil and Thompson fight. Um, so I'll make the pick. I'll go with Goff Neil because of his win streak. Um, but are are you gonna you know, are you gonna abstain from the vote here? You know, I was gonna say before you did. I'm gonna go with him too, Neil. I mean, mm-hmm. I just think he's. I don't know. Maybe the win streak's gonna help, but just looking at stats and everything, he just has a little more than Thompson. So yeah, I mean, and he's a good fighter. Um, yeah, I mean, and this could both set of him them up. Are. Nice. Sure, but, but like, like I we said, said it, I'm not a Wonder Boy fan. That's yeah. just me, though. I you know I have obviously haven't watched him enough to be a huge fan like or know him like I know I've watched Jose Aldo or like I'm a huge fan of McGregor or Sugar of course Son. yeah McGregor <laughs> you know but uh, I mean I've seen some highlights and stuff but just looking purely on stats I'm gonna go with Goff Neal right you got the analytical man over here huh sometimes some, sometimes yeah. sometimes it doesn't come through sure well UFC's unpredictable true there's it, it uh, always is. Because I remember we did a live on one of the pay-per-views and mm. all the stats I was looking at, <laughs> the person that had no chance was statistically better. Mm. And I was like, obviously not going to pick him. So <laughs> Yeah, so it's hard to say. Uh, obviously, you know, we'll be watching the fights. It will kind of clash with college football, though. So that's that's not great. I mean, no. it's such a big card. And then you got some major college football games going on too. So we'll do our best to try and watch them. Uh, Kaysen, if you're interested, I think this would be fun to make this a weekly thing. I, I know, agree. If you can you know, get away from the girlfriend for a little bit and hang out with me. She can do some hair. It's okay. Yeah, that's what she's doing now, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good. Um, so we'll try and make this a weekly thing. If you guys are enjoying it, uh, let us know. I'm sure Kaysen would would love to. I mean, you tell me random stuff all the time after work. And I I'm know. Like, I'm just like, hey, I'm did like, you see this? Did you I see this? I don't know. <laughs> so if we just talk about it, that'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but we got a lot of fun stuff going on. Obviously, this is the last card of this year, right? Yep. And, until next year. I believe so. So there will be a break. And if we can fi- try and find stuff to talk about, uh, we probably will. Obviously, we might. We probably won't be doing much podcasting during Christmas break, I guess. Probably not. So we'll have to see. Uh, but yeah, if you guys are enjoying it, let us know. We'd love to keep doing it. And I would like to add this one thing. Uh-huh, go ahead. So last pay-per-view of this year was one for the books. Oh, yeah. I, I was going to add this when we I forgot when we were talking about Brandon Moreno. Yeah, go but ahead. But he was, he was cut in 2018 from the UFC. He was in the, the Contender Series, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was the first person on their cut. And he went pound for, like, punch for punch with probably one of the best fighters we've seen in a while yeah i mean that division has been weak and it really needed a guy like figueredo but i get what you're saying yeah i mean i mean it, it was amazing yeah like you have all these uh weight classes that have just like like uh what is it lightweight is that where khabib is mm-hmm. right yeah so you got lightweight where you have seven eight people that are just Oh, yeah. They're pretty stacked. It's pretty stacked. Then, yeah, I agree. You know, like flyweight, there, there's now two. Like there, Figueroa, he he wasn't there. You know, he wasn't touched. Mm-hmm. He wasn't. There was no competition. But now, I I there's obviously more people, like Brandon Moreno. Those two are. It's it impressive. could be some good fights. I up and I coming. Agree. Like you could see a trilogy there, maybe. Mm-hmm. 
but, yeah, uh, I mean, I think that's an excellent thing to point out. Yeah, we well, we ended this year pretty good pay per view. Probably mm-hmm. one of the uh, I I think it might go fight of the year with that one. So I think that'd be interesting. We we should do a show maybe next week. We can talk about fights of the year, fighters of the year, all that uh-huh. stuff. But for me, that's up there. Um, but the Dan Hooker and Poirier uh-huh. fight that was really good too. Yeah. There, so there, there's a few that I can think yeah. of. But at the same time, um, that fight was awesome. It was. It was and it's really it was hard to one. say that it wasn't one of the best fights I've ever watched. I might I haven't have been. been. I haven't been watching UFC for like a super long time. I think I have. And I, I want to say it's one of the best ones I've seen. Like, it yeah. was. I've never seen, like, obviously well, not and then, and too then much for, power. For it to end in a draw. That was, it was that good. That was crazy. Great. <laughs> and then you throw people on the card like Kevin Holland and punch people off fun. and knock people mm-hmm. out on their back. It was like, great. Yeah. But you, you end the you end the year with a good pay per view, and then you got this uh, fight night on December nineteenth with like Stacked. nine million people. Wow. Yeah, it'll be good though. It'll be fun. So you're ending the year strong. Well, and you're coming out what next it really year. Does yeah. And you're coming in the year strong. You know. That's what I was just going to say. What it really does is it puts huge expectations on on two fifty seven. I mean, which I think it'll live up to. I hope they I so add too. a few more fights because it, it yeah. looks kind of bare on it that does. fight card right now. Um, and maybe they won't. I'm not sure because I think that we saw like four fights on I that card. I think there card, was four, yeah. Which they usually add about yeah, five. You'd imagine they'll add maybe one or two more. Hopefully, hopefully one more for sure. Because yeah. I I kind of tend to like the five on a on a pay per view. It's pretty. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's not too much time. Um, but you get what you pay for. Yeah, like exactly. You're, you're, yeah. Exactly. You do. And let's face it, McGregor and Poirier. That's going to pull oh, huge yeah. numbers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you're already. You already can't wait. I'm excited. Wait. I, was, I was excited a long time ago. Yeah, I mean, I think you got like an alarm set for it. Right? Like <laughs> you got do. a countdown going. Uh-huh. It's good. on my phone. It pops up every morning. But <laughs> yeah. uh, th- hopefully they, you know, make more fights. Like like you said, uh, Volkanovski, yeah. hopefully he fights again to defend yeah, his title. Yeah, we need to see that. We you need know. to see Usman next year, I think, again. Hopefully he doesn't stomp any toes. <laughs> that was <laughs> so bad. I think we need to see the heavyweight title up for grabs. Uh-huh. Because I don't know what Miocic is going to do. Um, and I I want to see Amanda Nunes fight someone again. I think she's going to fight Megan Anderson okay. in the yeah, new yeah. year. So we got to see that. Um, and then but They have endless options. There's so many good people oh, right now. There there's is. This, there uh, is. Any fight they're going to... Like, obviously, there's the people that are still trying to prove themselves, still trying to get going. They, they always have them in the prelims. And mm-hmm. they have random fight nights. Obviously, they put some good people in fight nights, but yeah, you know. and but there's there's good fights to be seen almost oh, anywhere. Yeah. I mean, because it's, it's you, not like you're only getting good fights on the pay per views or anything. yeah, because you get like Buckley. And oh, spin that a was back insane. kick to the face. <laughs> that was so cool. I might be knockout of the year. I think I'll give that one knockout of the year. I don't know. Kevin Holland off his back too. Dang, Second. you can't do that to me. I like Holland. I like Buckley I too, tough. just because of the kick. That was but pretty he's crazy. Good. I haven't seen yeah. much. You know, with with what we're saying here, we've got to do an episode about I this think stuff. So. I mean, maybe next week or maybe the week after that. We'll see. Uh, but I think that'd be fun. That would so be fun. We'll look into that and have that. Uh, is that all though? That's all you got to add? Yeah, I, mean, I just hope they they live it, up to it. There was a good note to end on with the Moreno thing because yeah. I don't know if a lot of people know that. I I didn't. It come mm-hmm. up after. I was like, oh. It's, I, it's an amazing story for it, sure. It was kind of like a, the Conor McGregor thing. It, I mean, mm. it just showed how he was cut, and now he's out here knocking Figueredo yeah, around I mean, like it's... 
You can't give up on your dream, man. Uh-uh. It's it's a cool story. Two years and he's here he is. He's a big name now. Oh, he is. I mean, and I, I already cannot wait for round two of that fight. Or, well, the second fight. I was going to say, round two. two, they've already Round had two was long. good, though, <laughs> in that fight, man. <laughs> All right. Funny. Well, I appreciate you being here, Kaysen. It was a great episode. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed it, too. Uh, we'll have more to come, right? Right. It'll, it'll be great. Uh, I hope you guys have a good rest of your day. Peace out. For listening to this episode of Electric Sports Talk. Tune in next time as Ty Crystal and guests break down all things sports here on Electric Sports Talk. Our topics include all things soccer, football, basketball, mixed martial arts, motorsports, baseball, golf, hockey, Olympic, and world sports. If you like what we're doing here at Electric Sports Talk, get in touch with us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Or email us at electricsportstalk at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in. 